Welcome to episode 7 of the Deep in the Woods podcast, where we embark on a journey through the natural world, explore profound words, and uncover the connections they hold in our lives. In today's episode, Damiao Wang and I hike around a trail connected to the Rock Garden in Calhoun, Georgia. The Rock Garden is located behind the Calhoun Seventh-day Adventist Church, and it's a collection of miniaturized castles and other buildings created with thousands of small stones. It's a wonderful place to visit, and it's free for anyone to come and explore. Tom Miao is from China, and he's been living in the United States since early 2020. In China, he worked as an electrical engineer and co-owned a coffee shop and bakery. For our discussion, he has chosen the word genes, or genetics, which opens the door to a deep exploration of how his family views GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, and their influence on their culinary practices. This word invites us to delve into a range of thought-provoking topics, including the ethics of modifying human DNA, the delicate balance observed in nature, Damiao's insightful concept of cultural genetics, and how nations can metaphorically undergo genetic modification or mutation. Before we dive into our conversation, let's be guided by the wisdom of Casper Trakyle, whose principles we embrace on this podcast. One, we set up a mindful intention before we embark on our journey. Two, we tune into the senses, into the natural world around us. We engage in all five senses when possible, and then we return home with a fresh perspective, enriched by our experiences. With these principles in mind, let's embark on our exploration of the word genes as we traverse the trail behind the enchanting rock garden in Calhoun, Georgia. Not bad. Well, um, I guess we'll go ahead and get started then. That's right. Um, this is pretty cool. Um, a little castle. So let's start off and introduce yourself. Okay. My name is Damiao uh, Wang. I'm a I'm a Chinese. I'm from China, Northeast China. And um, yeah, me and my wife. My wife uh, lives in. My my wife lives in China with me for um, about 13 years until we uh, moved to America. So she originally from uh, North Georgia, and I used to be a um, electric engineer, but now I um, I'm a what's like American called like a home dad, stay, a stay at home dad. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool, right? There's not such thing in China. Yeah, really? So, yeah, I enjoy it. Well, that's that's <laughs> I envy you. I would love to be at home with the kids more, but uh, yeah. that's right. Um, it's a quite challenge. It's so different. But yeah. you know the culture is just not allowed the male, like stay at home. It's more like a, our culture is just more like a woman, a mom's job. You know. I see. Whatever. Yeah. And also like, I'm your cousin too. That's true. Yeah. I mean, the way that we know each other, <laughs> you're married to my cousin Carrie. Right. And um, we've we've got to know each other through our you know extended family. So that's right. Um, that's right. And so let's jump into this place. Um, tell me more about why you chose this place. What, what, yeah. what, where is this place? Why you chose it? So this is, um, when you tell me about a hiking track and you have to talk, so I realized we shouldn't choose a, a like a extreme hiking place, yeah. you know? So, because you also want to talk and you can enjoy the hiking and the scenery. Like, you see like somewhere is really open yeah. here and this, uh, this place called Rock Garden. It has a, it's behind the church. It's like, like little rock buildings. Yeah. Like, awesome. You know, I love this place. Like first time I came here, I just really like it. Like it's quite famous actually uh, in this area. People like to come. It's not big, but it's really like, just shock your mind. You yeah. Know? And, I, and I, I'm familiar with this place because my daughter had her birthday party here almost ten yeah, years ago. And yeah. I guess to describe what you mean by the rock garden is there's right. a, the little castles. Right. Little that, castles like fill up. Like little tiny like villages, like tiny houses. You yeah, know? yeah, like really awesome. Yeah, it's, and they built like flowers and gardens throughout. But you can walk through the castles and right. It's a pretty amazing place. And right. we're on the you mentioned the backside of a church. Right. But there's this kind of overgrown field we're standing next to right now. Right. You can they can hear you can hear the nature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything behind us too. Lots of yeah. crickets and yeah, and another reason is so hot recently. Oh God, So this is whole trail is under the, you know, like under the woods. You know, it's yeah. um, it's more shaded. More shaded. You're right, and um, it has a little river 
<laughs> yeah, we're crossing Beautiful. a little creek yeah. and uh, yeah. over a bridge now. Yeah, that's um, it's a beautiful little place back here. Now cross the river, you immediately can feel the cool. You don't feel that heat. That's yeah, good. So talking about heat lately, it's yeah. been what ninety degrees every day, ninety five. Yesterday yeah. was ninety eight, I think. Ninety eight. Yeah. So it's been a little warm. Yep. Not the perfect weather for hiking. Yep. But oh. uh, here we are. We're doing it. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's nine in the morning. It's cool. Yeah, well, it's true. It's earlier, so it's not too bad. So how about we jump into your word? So this, I'm gonna. You mentioned to me your word. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. There's a, a That's spider, a spider yeah. crawling under the spider webs in the morning. Yeah. Um, you want to explain what word you chose and kind of start us there? Yeah, I um, I originally I want to choose the GMO food, you know, but it's not one word. <laughs> <laughs> so. I just shorted it as gene, G-E-N-E, gene. Gene, okay. So short for genetics, kind of that whole DNA uh, world there. Right, right, like a chromosome or like something like that, you know. So uh, I just feel like it was really cool. I know it's not a new topic here, like gene. Uh Like people already learn about it almost like 70, 80 years. Yeah. Oh, you know, like as old as computer, but it's just something you cannot see. You, if you don't see it, like majorly, most of people don't realize it. Yes. It's there. So it's just like, you know, you wipe your face, your gene is all over your hand, believe it or not. <laughs> it's quite, it sounds like disgusting, it's, right? But <laughs> it is. And it spreads around and you can see, like yeah. almost like a, a germ would be a hidden microbe right. your right. dna is even smaller than that that's right yeah yeah um so anything alive have a life has gene right that's a really cool thing i feel so yeah. that's why like i um choose this topic oh but, by the way just what i mean like um when you wipe your face uh-huh. that's not like just a gene that's your gene all over your hand you know that, that's like some crazy yeah, like you so germs. When, so when they do like crime scene investigations now, right. I mean that's how they can easily figure out right. Yeah, you know, so much more about and identifying people right, right. through that genetic process. So. Right, like they can find a hair, they can find like any like tissue from the body or like things. Then then yeah, they can just identify. That's that's one use of it. But you know, like recent years, like Mostly it's like since, oh, that's little spider. He's going with you. Yeah. I'm sure we're the only person since yesterday walked through here. Yeah. Man. Lots of spider webs. Yeah. Um. So um, what I mean, like, just like 90s, you know, people start to do the, how to say, the added gene, genetic, like, modify. Okay, yeah like things, you know. So they started changing genetic yeah. structures. Right, right. Of things. So sorry about my English. No, no, you're good. This is fine. Right. So when we reach the specific food, uh, words, you know, area, it's still like I feel my vocabularies are limited. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. That's to no ev- like Everybody is the same. Yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> so my wife is really... Like Carrie, Carrie is really like against the GM, GMO things. Mm-hmm. So our family doesn't like eat GMO things, you know. So we research a lot. Um, so the debate is like uh, against each other forever since they started to do that. Um, lots of scientists, I don't know, they really get a result themselves or uh-huh. they just... Uh, get from their partners or other places, the resources, they pro-GMO. They said yeah. it's no problem research, so no problem. Even the lots of government, um, like FDA, yeah. you know? Yeah. They said, just, hey, let's go ahead and consume those food. It's good and cheap. But another group of scientists is really against it. So. Can you, so, and this is when you mentioned the word genes and kind mm-hmm. of talking about genetic modified yeah. organisms, yeah. Um, my thought process went to that exact question, mm-hmm. was 
um, how does our body process these things differently? Like for example, if you had a organic banana that's not had any um, changes done to its genetical structure, mm -hmm. and then you had a banana that had some yep. modifications, when we eat those, how does our body take those things in differently? I mean, um, I don't know if you know okay. that answer or not, but kind of okay. put you on the spot. Okay, I think I can, I got, look at that. Oh, is that a cicada? Cicada, it's a diet one probably. Look at yeah, it's like some ants are eating it up. Yeah, so I will try to stay like mutual. Okay. Because like since my wife against it, like I, I live in this environment like forever. Uh-huh. But um, originally I was mutual. So I want to stay in that like opinion. I would, yeah, I want smart man. Right. <laughs> so, um, um, I have to say, like, genetic modify is not a human thing. I think, like, when gene replicate itself, it always, like, make a mistake, you know? Yeah. And then it will become some other gene, and it will represent a different, uh, a little bit change in this, in the creature. Okay. Um, so, but what I say is like, when human start to evolve to add a gene, but they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, that's true. And they just tell you, hey, go ahead and eat it. It's, this is fine. Uh, this yeah. is fine. So I would say like, hey, if you like modify a gene and it will last like thousand years and there's no problem, that's no problem. That's not five years, it's no problem. This shows no problem. Yeah. Because as I say, most of the gene, when they replicate, when they, what's they call it, the arrow or mutant? Yeah. Like most of the mutant is bad, but some is good. Okay. Right? That's the same as you add it yourself. Most of you change the gene part is bad, I say. And some is, some is good. Maybe you find a GMO corn, like, it's grow like without pesticide, it grow really fast. Yeah. Right? But you don't know how it's, if it's really good or bad. For, unless I, for long periods of long time. Long period of time. Really testing so, it out, yeah. Right. So I say 50 years, probably not enough. I gotcha. Yeah, maybe like three generations of people. So there's really no way currently because we haven't been doing it long enough. Right. To really know the long-term exactly. impact. So, I say, um, yeah, I, I, I believe one day if you really understand how gene work and every piece of that DNA, what you change, you know exactly what you're doing, then I will say, hey, you have like learned enough and 100%. But it's, it's, it's kind of hard to test something like that. Right. Without for like a short period of time. For, yeah. Yeah. And like a small amount of people. That's and, true. And I did research a little bit since I choose this. Yeah. So, in the science world, like the scientists would like to choose this, uh, this called a canary in the mine, coal mine. Okay, yeah. So they will find, let's have a break. That's yeah. quite deep. Well, yeah, I'm good. So, <laughs> so um, they will find the weakest group of people or this circle, okay? Mm -hmm. Once they have like, show a reaction to this. It's not safe to the major people, even though you don't that makes have sense, show yeah. re reaction. Did the canary in the mine, if the canary died, it means the, there's gas, right? Gotcha, yeah. The human won't die at the, that moment, but you will die. If it stays there. If you, know. you stay longer, <clears throat> right. So that's, uh, that's what I, that's my opinion. Like I'm not against GMO. I just want you make sure you learn everything yeah like um and also like about like the human genes you know they start to learn about it they're a lot about I, I think now they're you know going in and doing genetic modifications within humans uh -huh. now which i think the company that i think of is in technology is it called crispr uh -huh. i don't know if you I mean, you probably are very familiar with this i'm not sure but at one point i was buying stocks in companies and i'm not doing as much as they used to be and i know that's something you're interested in but um, one of them was all in this biological genetic yeah. science, this world where it's like up and coming, where they're 
modifying the genetic structures of humans right. to help treat illnesses or cure diseases. Cancer. Yeah, and, yeah. and so that's a whole nother yeah. realm where it's like, are yeah. we kind of playing Frankenstein? Are we, are we um, experimenting on people live right. to determine, you know, what is that cost? What is the dangers of yeah. doing something like that? I, I, I heard a news like a couple years ago. There's a mad scientist in China where I thought, um, come you, from. Did you say mad scientist? Mind scientist. Okay. So I think there's the only like a GMO human. Mm -hmm. There are two in China. The baby was born. Oh, wow. Their uh, gene got like added by him and also oh. have a mistake. Okay. And uh, they will say like those uh, artificial human mm -hmm. gene are in the artificial, I mean, in wow. the human world now. But I don't think it's a big, big deal. Okay. Uh, it is, by morally, it is a big, big deal. Yes, yeah. But by those piece of gene, like into our like gene, um, how to say like human gene, yeah. It's not really well affect that. It's Just, almost like speeding up evolution. Right. Um, because I feel like right. evolution itself is when over long periods, right. genetic structures mutate. You, right. To, you, you, you shouldn't play like God in yeah. this area. I would say like human has like, you know how many genes? No, I have um, no idea. It's about like three billion genes okay. and they all got a copy they they learn everything out like mm -hmm. around early 2000 already. That was the the human genome project, right? Okay, yeah. The project they have the whole map there, uh, but they only learn about like 30 percent of it, oh, and wow. they are not sure about the 30 percent exactly. Okay. So they start to play that, and my scientists got like put in prison for 15 years. Hmm. Yeah. So no? it it is bad, but but by modify the gene. Um, how to say that? Like, um, actually, that that baby when they grown up, if they get married, mm -hmm. and that mod the piece of modified gene will go into it'll, his child, care and it will go like descendant. Wow! You, you know, like, what was this there forever? Yeah. But I'm I'm saying like morally is a big deal, but um, how to say? Biologically. Biologically, if you smoke cigarette. You modify your gene true. yourself, and you don't know what part you modified. Uh, and you, like for example, like an old man yeah. have a child, then his old like his bad gene will go into his child. So That's as true. early as you get a child, you should do that. And there's also this term which <laughs> I, I when I was when my wife was pregnant, there was a lot of conversation mm -hmm. at that time about epigenetics. Uh -huh. So I mean, I am I am in no way a science. Yeah, expert, and so I, I will tread lightly here because I don't want to say I feel like I, I'm confident in knowing a lot of this. Yeah. However, epigenetics in that world was like the changes that can happen to a child during pregnancy, mm -hmm. and there's yeah. genetic changes that are due to what uh, what a mother is eating and what she is, right. you know, how her body is developing and changing. Her emotion genes. too. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a lot of impacts in terms of how a how genes are pushed forward to the next generation of children. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting <coughs> yeah but, area. So they say like uh, gene, like some gene is you carry from your mom and dad, uh -huh. like 50-50, almost perfect. You know, fifty from mom's side, fifty percent from dad's side. But once you um, you are born. So you become a uh, just independent. Ooh, spider's a good spider. Man, good. Got me good. Yep. That's good. That's okay. I I like spiders. <laughs> just like I usually like ants, you know. I, I like spiders, but not usually on my face. <laughs> That's right. So um, after that, you start to just live like as a baby. You grown up. You learn things, experience. Everything you do will exchange your gene. Will affect how the DNA replicate, you know, that's like mutate. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm just saying like, um, yeah, just, this is uh, natural. So you GMO yourself, but just not like by learning that piece, we specifically change one thing. Um, 
some scientists believe like if you change one gene and then they will affect some other gene they're all related yeah. so you don't want to just oh this this piece of gene will <clears throat> um how to say like prevent people get cancer yeah because this or hiv okay hiv is a like something like that a virus can just attack if you don't have that piece of gene they cannot attack attack you and certain people don't have the gene that's why they don't get like oh okay um i didn't know that affect uh what's that called uh the virus doesn't transmit right they, they cannot the virus cannot get you yeah yeah okay well but if you have that gene and you deliberately cut it off yeah you don't know what happened to your body because so even though you mess with one thing it could be messing with a lot of exactly other you yeah. might like uh you, you you don't know that three billion genes how it like all work together so you only change one thing it's, it reminds me almost of like when you think of the environment, right? when you've seen people who have tried, um, let me give an example. When we were in Hawaii, yeah, they said that they were trying to, um, oops, there's another spider web. Yeah. Um, they were trying to eradicate some kind of pests. Uh -huh. And so they brought in a foreign, um, I think it was, they were trying to get rid of some like snakes and rats and different things. Oh, so they yeah. brought in like a foreign predator um, like a, I can't remember the name of it. It was like a, a type of weasel, I think. Uh -huh. And so they brought it in and it, it did its job. Yeah. It eradicated all of these other things. Yeah. But then that is over its population flooded, started right? to expand and now yeah. they have that animal <laughs> as a huge pest. Right. And I, they didn't realize what that would do to their ecology. Yeah, I think that happened in Australia a lot. They have, they are the isolated continent. Uh, yeah, because right? it's an island and right. uh, both of them situations, yeah. Right, yeah. I, I see that, like some like hogs or something in Australia. It's like terrible. Nobody, no, no, nothing can hurt the hogs and they just get wild. <laughs> so <laughs> in the, everything. In that same example, yeah. when you mess with something's natural balance, yeah. it seems like with your genetic structure, if you're like, okay, I'm gonna just mess with this one thing, yeah. You don't always know the long-term consequences exactly of how that's going to impact that, other areas. That's my point. Yeah. So uh, back to the GMO food. Yes. I'm not saying like you sh should eat it or you shouldn't eat it. That probably you should wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want wait, but I'm just small monk. Maybe it's good. Okay, to you because you are different from anybody else. You know. But who knows? It's yeah. and, and then yeah, especially I would imagine like. You're gonna if you're someone who's you're thinking long term. Yeah. If you're thinking for your own children, right? Because I mean, as you get to a certain point, and you're not going to continue having yeah. children, you're not going to impact the future genetic right. structure I'm, of things. Right. Your own children will. Right. Exactly. And I'm not giving you an answer, but this is a weird thing. Um, it, the debate it was quite like how to say like quite like big over there out there. You know, everybody had the question why we we should do this why should it but now it's just get quiet mm. you know why the reason they get quiet because of the big super big companies mm -hmm. yep they pay the scientists they pay the government let them to see hey this is not a big deal so that is a big problem to me mm -hmm. i cannot handle that i, I remember <laughs> uh, this is a long time ago and this, so this conversation has been around for a long time mm -hmm. but there was a documentary we watched called food incorporated Oh yeah, and it was talking about this exact topic about how yeah. these large corporations like Mon said Monsanto, Monsanto, yeah, yes, and how they will do exactly what you just said to yeah. continue to um, keep their 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 company af yeah. afloat. And so when you have a profit based company like this, yeah, they have to make more money. That's their job. That's their business. They yeah. want their employees to continue. They want to be successful. That's right. And to increase their profits, sometimes they, that means they control all their seeds, expensive seeds. Yes, they yeah. put they put a they genetically change the seeds so yeah. that people can't take it and reuse it. Yeah, I, I, literally, actually, you can use the seed, but you cannot grow out exactly the same thing because yes. they, the seed is like a mom and dad. Yep. They. Uh, the plant just to get together. You don't know how to control how they process the seed to like to make that kid exactly like this. It might grow like different other way. So yeah, okay. you have to have a certain way to control it. So there are probably like 
16 possibilities. Mm -hmm. They process it to make sure the seed come out with only one, uh, this, this specific one represent of the gene, right? And, and that really starts to make you think because if a company has the ability uh -huh. to genetically change a seed to control their profits, then at that point, what are they doing in other areas with their food? And like, have they really thought about the impacts that it's making on their bodies? I mean, has somebody really gone through all that work to test and say, if I change this seed for this reason, yeah. how is it going to change the way the food tastes? How is it going to change the way the nutritional aspects are? Yeah. All of those things. So I would say like the company, first thing will feel like, I, myself will feel like, hey, is this thing good enough? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's good enough. Then how much money I can make from this thing? They don't think like more than that okay mm -hmm. it's just like hey this 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 corn looks good enough right you mm -hmm. buy it it's nothing like like more than just a corn but it's a beautiful corn i don't make me a lot of money yeah so <clears throat> in china excuse me in china there was a super number one he used to be a number one um journalist who take interview right on the news mm -hmm. so this guy got kicked out of the system because he um, had some problem with the GMO. Oh, so he and was he, telling people about right. what was happening he doesn't as a journalist. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Because he he is not a scientist, uh -huh. but he is a person, have lots of experience with a lot of person. So, hmm. Almost like what we call a whistleblower, like somebody right. who's trying to find the secrets within a company. Exactly. So he um, come actually come to America Travel around the whole country, meet like all kinds of people, you know, in 2015. Mm -hmm. I did like research a little bit like about him, his uh, story. So um, he met some private scientists and every single one will tell how dangerous it is. But the U.S. Embassy actually find some FDA officer mm -hmm. and some scientist, chief scientist, and we just tell to him it's completely safe, no problem. Mass experiment shows this is like definitely an awesome job we do. <laughs> yeah, well, so this, this result is clear. So officially, GMO is good, but um, underground <laughs> or personally, yeah. that's your own choice. And yeah, yeah, but it it sounds like there's. I always find that when money's involved, yeah, um, if you're getting inf any information that's from a a corporation, that automatically makes you a little uh, concerned that it's not true completely. Yeah. You might yeah. get a a version that's been watered down where it makes it sound good. Yep. But um, I, I'm very um, un. What's the, I don't find a lot of trust in that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because when but, money's involved, they got, they're got they wanting to make more but, money. They're not going to say things that are going to hurt their profit. Yeah. But the sad news is, like, it's not a topic anymore, you know? People, like, surrendered. People are, like, just uh, feel comfortable now already. Why do you think that is? I feel like uh, here you can find organic food and non-GMO food on the shelf and other food. So other food is GMO food. If it's not labeled <laughs> organic, then it's GMO. Mm -hmm. So that's just like most of people will buy GMO because it's cheaper mm -hmm. and it uh, looks the same. Yeah. And you just live with it, you know, life is short and just, it's okay. But your kids, kids and kids, yeah. they're probably not okay. There's, there's a problem in China because here you have the law, you label it. In China, there's no label, so they can tell you this is uh, organic, this is not, but it looks pretty much the same, but this is probably more expensive, mm -hmm. or they just use the GMO thing as an organic thing. They just don't tell you. You yeah. cannot tell, so it's end up a mess. Everything is just no, how to say, you cannot, you, you don't have the choice anymore. Mm -hmm. And I heard the news, there are lots of problems, like uh, just young people, really hard to have like to get pregnant now that's the consequence oh, wow. yeah it may be because of the um how to say the pressure they like work too hard mm -hmm. you know we call it 996 
So it's from nine in the morning to nine a p.m. Mm-hmm. at night, and six days a week. That's typical um, a wet collar Chinese working. So too much. Nine to six. Yeah. Um, that's the general people live in a big city. How long uh-huh. they work. So that maybe affect their um, ability to have children, but. They don't have time. They don't have time to have children. Um, yeah. They're from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. Yeah, have a small probably. amount of time to <laughs> oh, yeah. get yeah. that done. Yeah. So, yeah, most of the, maybe the most of the people, like, choose not to have children because it's so expensive to yeah. have kids. That's yeah. true. Yeah, you, you need a bigger house. You need to pay more, pay for more food, education, and everything else. You know, your life change. Right? But... The choose, uh, the the choose is we don't know a specific reason. Maybe it's add together, but it's really hard for a young generation to have kids. So our like, uh, there's a word like uh, the old people ratio is growing up crazy mm-hmm. because there are not enough babies born. Yeah, yeah. So, so at some point there's going to be a population decline. Yeah, um, yeah. But also I think what happens too is that you have a huge amount of, of an older population who needs support. Need support, need, need but, care, huh? But you don't have enough of a younger population to help financially exactly. support that older generation. Yeah. yeah, you know the government did a really like disgusting thing. They just uh, cut the pay to the older people. Mm, yeah. oh, not this year, you got paid less, but everything else is more expensive. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I, well, it reminds me of a, a quote which I can't remember the name of, but I'll maybe I'll find it and put it into the notes. But mm-hmm. the um, the quote basically said, "You you finally understand life mm-hmm. when you can plant a tree. You can plant the seed of a tree that you will not be the one who sits in the shade of." Right. And what that is essentially saying is, when if you can do something now that is going to help someone in the future that you won't even see the you won't even be the one to see it happen, yeah. but you're still making that choice now. That shows you that you understand life. Right, right. It's quite deep. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for me to hey, consume it. <laughs> here we are, deep in the woods. Yeah. You know, that's what we do here. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It feels actually not that hot. I'm sure it's hot, but it's a little muggy, but not too bad here. Yeah, it's I mean, terrible. We're coming up on a, a creek. Well, maybe we'll come up here and stop for a second and right. Let uh, get the sounds to come through. You know, part of my podcast is when I start off, we talk about yeah. um, when you go out into the woods mm-hmm. that you want to take in the senses. What do you smell? What do you hear? Oh, yeah. All of those things. And um, maybe this is a good opportunity to stop and do that. Right. And by the way, you live in a city. I lived in the countryside for years. I used to live in the city. So now I just feel like natural I feel it's naturally natural. You mm-hmm. know? I don't feel like, oh, man, it's beautiful. This is it. Yeah. This is it. So city life will definitely change your mind. Well, it's almost yeah. like you, when you live in a place where there's not as much nature, you have to get away to that nature. That's right. But uh, well, I'll stop and look. This is pretty neat. Yeah. Right above us, we have a tree branch hanging down. And there's some moss that's grown on it. Yeah. Um, feels like carpet. That's, um, yeah. that's neat. I'm going to come up closer to the water so that maybe they can hear the water come through. Yeah. Yeah, the moths in the savanna area is like a curtain. That gave me a really oh, yeah. like yeah. It's Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. yeah, that but um, um, what do they call that? Spanish. Spanish moth. Yeah. Right. Spanish. This tree here, we have a sign that says a sycamore tree. We have a sycamore tree here. Yeah. And there's, if you ever get a chance, there's a podcast um, by John Green. No. Um, he's a he's an author, and he. This word I always mess up, but his podcast is called Anthropocene Reviewed. And I think the Anthropocene is supposed to be the 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 time period that we live in geologically, like like right now, Mm -hmm. right? Like I think there used there were some that were called it the Holocene, like different eras back. But right now we live in the era where humans are Mm -hmm. now impacting the environment directly. Yeah, you got a bug in your eye. I know little <laughs> gnats are flying in her face. Yeah. Um, I know. And he has a podcast where he reviews things on a scale. So what he'll do is he'll say, like, um, he has one on Dr. Pepper. And basically what he does is, like, on a five-star scale, 
he'll give the history of it, then he'll give his own personal review. He'll say, I'll give Dr. Pepper a four out of five. Okay. Right? Yeah. So he does one on sycamore trees. Oh. And it's one of my favorite episodes because he goes through and he talks about, I think that's the one where he goes on a hike with his son. Mm-hmm. And when he gets to the top, he looks off the overlook down and sees the clouds and the, all the trees. And he's trying to show his son this amazing view. Like he spent all of this time trying to get his son this moment, yeah. right? So and you're saying like he is just trying to describe things in a podcast, use his word? Yes. Not YouTube? Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And so yeah. He, he talks through that and he, he explains the story of how his son was looking off. And then his son is looking at something else. Mm. And he's like, what are you looking at? And his son's holding the, a leaf. And his son is completely in wonder about this little leaf. So he has this huge view in front of him that has mm-hmm. all this amazing stuff. But his son is captivated by the leaf, a leaf. the little thing. Yeah. And so it's if you ever get a chance, it's a good one. It's uh, okay. John Green and it's uh, Anthropocene yeah. Reviewed. I can't say that word. Yeah, It's just like you can go huge. Yeah, up to the universe, but you can go down into like quantum, <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah, yeah or, man, like, right? <laughs> like like genetics, right? Brings it yeah. back like to that yeah. tiny little thing. Yeah. Um, the the helix is that what it's called? Yeah. It's the the uh, shape of the right, right, gene? like the helix, right, right. That two uh, d- spiral helix. thing, double yeah. links. Yeah, that was in um, high school. I never really grasped that. Oh, you learned that in high school. That's pretty cool. I I probably learned a little bit. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, I mean most people do uh, it. Yeah, it's it's really hard to, and complex to teach a high schooler. Yeah, chromosomes and genetics and DNA and right. how all that works. But. Right. But you know, there's a another like uh, topic called um, culture gene. Culture is just like a DNA, but it's a society system. Okay. Yeah, so it's the same thing, like um, man and woman and pass their DNA to a child uh-huh. to, how to say, to uh, like this DNA passed down. Culture is the same thing. Oh, okay. You want to cu- pass your culture down. So it's like genetically pass the thing and then human has a culture pass. Not just human, all, all animals do the same. Otherwise, they won't survive. Yeah. Yeah, so the... So the, the instincts that we have, or animal instincts, I think of that. Instincts, right. It's not just from the gene, from the culture. Okay. Things you they learn teach something. to their kids because you were taught that as well. Yeah. yeah. That's, and I almost I, feel like, I, mean, I love that that analogy of saying like cultural genetics, like how we pass those through. Yeah. But, um, that almost makes me feel like, you know, like the traditions and rituals and things that are sacred in our culture. Yeah. Um, some, I feel like in our modern world where it's so global, some mm. of those things are getting lost because oh, you can say it's lost, or uh, I say just after this talk, it's, I say it's mutant. It's mutated. Mutated. Okay. Yeah, mutated. Right? Yeah. That's a thing. Like I, America, it's a the youngest country. I'm uh-huh. not saying the youngest, youngest, but it's pretty young. It's yeah. just a couple hundred years old, and the main culture is from Europe, but it's everything come here crushed together it's just like a gmo culture yeah crushed together and re uh, infuse and then like become a new thing and uh, all the bad mutate died out and the leftover is the good thing I mean, it was just to grow so fast M- more faster than any other co- country hmm. so that become a number one like a super country here in america that's a culture thing right wow. <laughs> I, would, I, I would have never you thought of that analogy but i love it because yeah. to say that the united states is a mutated genetic modified organism <laughs> yes yeah, so, like by the universe like level probably yeah. is right yeah. yeah it's one cell here and and a completely opposite place is japan so i'm from china we're we're, we're quite like um how to say not far from each other like um locally mm-hmm. But um, the culture is quite different. Yeah. Jama- Japan is a really small country with lots of people. Mm-hmm. And um, 
their society is just completely opposite from America. They against outside culture. It's all traditional, keeping everything the same. Everything the same, and they don't want to change at all. They want to just uh, keep their um, levels in their society. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's just like older, younger. Uh, just uh, how to say that? You have to respect your old. Your tra- and, uh, yeah. It's just. They don't want to change. Yeah, this culture is in the company. It's in everywhere, so they don't have mutant in their culture. Mm-hmm. It was just last a thousand years after the uh, World War, or they have a emperor change this change his mind to learn from the Western culture, and they learn how to make weapons. You know how to like use this new idea in the war that mm-hmm. make them become the strongest country in Asia. But at the end, they got like nuked twice. Yes, yeah. Right, and now they just went back. They don't want to change, but they they did like develop, you know, in their way. Yeah. And this their way is just like quite extreme. They have to, they don't want to. Um, the culture is like I just do my own thing. Extreme. I don't want to involve other people's business. Yeah. So. You do your part, I do my part. I don't. We don't need to help each other. That's Japanese.、Um, hey, do you want to walk there that way or just go down? You tell me. Is、yeah. there? Is, is this the? That's the.、Path? That's the trail to go out. So that's probably another like five ten minutes. Then we'll be out. Okay. And there are. We walked across the rocks. You didn't. You only described the the tree here. Yes, we have the beautiful rocks, you know, and、uh, a little river. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we have like large boulders that are sitting next to this creek, and you guys can probably hear the little waterfall we see. There's a few little tiny waterfalls that are running down over the rocks here.、Um, yeah. We have and those huge roots. Like, oh wow! Yeah, I didn't even notice that. This、yeah. is off that sycamore tree. Yeah. That this. A large root system that's going down into the water itself, on top of the rocks, to go into water. <laughs> I mean, that's tr- trees amaze me in general, but it's、yeah. just the, their ability to to find a way to to survive, and how they seek out sources of their life, like the nutrition and the water they need, and、yep. in, in both from the root level and at the branches, how they can how they all move as they grow. To get the most amount of light they possibly can, it's just without a brain. That's right. Like, That's how, and that goes to their genetic code. Exactly. That tells them what to do. I, that, that and having that conversation is hard for me to make it make sense because we're saying words like "tell them" and that it's thinking, thinking words like. Right. Last time you don't have to think, right? You just、yeah. uh, be yourself. Yeah. The trees yeah. just do. <laughs> They're、yeah. just they just be. That's amazing, right? I actually like、um, I like those like super big oak trees. But、oh, yeah. we don't have that kind of tree in China. What kind? Of, you, we have lots of pine trees,、uh-huh. um, willow trees. Do you know willow trees? Yeah, they're like the weeping willow. Right. Okay.、Uh, that's quite like common in our.、Uh, okay. The, another kind of tree is just a cheap kind of wood, but it grows super straight and super fast, like a decades. Maybe like two decades, it can grow like、uh, okay, fifty feet tall. Oh, wow! Kind of like that kind of tree. They use that wood for lumber or things like that. I、or? don't think you can you can use it for lumber, but、okay. probably make paper. Okay, or something. But in China, it's really strict about the the law. is really strict. Like you cut down a tree, you know, you get in trouble.、Mm. The government not allow you, anybody cut down a tree. If you cut down one tree, you have to plant the tree. So well, that's makes sense. It's different from here. I see like people cut down trees every day, and that, that this tree will cut it down. It's too big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's、uh, we have a large oak tree in our front yard. Yeah,、um, I, hey, I remember that one. Yeah,、like、it. it's a water oak, and it grows really big fast.、Uh-huh. But、uh, they also have some issues with dropping big branches and. Yeah.、Um, so we're debating having to cut it down for to keep our house safe. And, yeah. Good. You're here. You're in China. You get like big fine. You're in trouble. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. But we'll plant another one. You know, we'll cut it down、yeah. and we'll get another one. Yeah. But, but yeah. That's yeah.、Fine. That's it's trees are pretty amazing.、Um, 
I I find nature. We'll go. We'll kind of bring it back and then maybe close out in a minute. Yep. Um, nature itself seems to understand the balance that needs to happen. Right. Right. Like when it comes to what another. Ooh. What was that? Cool. Some, That's a mild think. Yeah. Um, maybe the light hit the spider web right in front of me too. Mm-hmm. Um, so nature understands that balance of what needs to happen when it comes to um, how things evolve and change and it just seems like it's very well calibrated. Right. So but, it understands the system and again I'm using things like understand as nature has a plan but it just does. Yeah. And it works, seems to work well. Um, um, you probably have to add a little bit more thing called time. So nature plus time knows where is the way to go. You know, you, there's always a way to go out. Just like t- uh, the life, you know, you always know the so way out. The yeah. question is, us as humans, mm-hmm. how are we impacting that balance? And I feel like that brings us back to that question we started with about genetics mm-hmm. and genes and how we change the foods and we change the plants and we change our bodies. Mm-hmm. How is that going to change that bigger balance that that nature is with time? That's right. That long period of time in the future. How are we going to impact um, that that system that seems to be doing what it's supposed to do? Yep. That's um. I I think like uh, as a species, you know, like there's this is definitely the way we'll go to go modify more things. Yeah. To learn more consequence, and eventually we will, eventually learn how this thing work, and it will benefit the whole species. But on the way there, probably, you know, like you're gonna sacrifice a lot. It's gonna be a big cost. Definitely. Yeah. Everything have a price. Will have a cost, right? So this is a pretty like. A big uh, price. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're playing around with what we said earlier—that future of uh, future generations that yeah. we don't yet know how it'll impact them. And yeah. we are we are we are currently planting that seed that I talked about earlier. Yeah, that will create a a tree, a metaphorical tree of our yeah. future for a, a new generation. Will that tree be diseased? Will it have issues? What? Will we be able to take the fruit from it? I mean, I, I just think that. We need to be careful about the decisions we make now right. because of how much it will impact right. future generations, including yeah. our own children and yeah. grandchildren. Yeah. I'll say, like, hey, learn from God, but don't try to be God. Right? I like that. <laughs> I like that. And, and, and to me, honestly, the best representation of God is this. This is nature. Yeah, it's beautiful. And Look how, how beautiful water is. Unbelievable. So this is a shallow water, like really stale, but super clear, has leaves floating on top, and the sunshine goes through it, reach the bottom. That it's, is beautiful. I mean, this if we if you could take a picture of this moment, yeah. and, and that to me represents the perfection of nature and what, what God had in, intended. If we want to look at it in that perspective, and yeah. I just I'm afraid that humans are not taking in account the system that's already okay. Yep. So well, yeah. I'm going to finish with one last question, and then we'll close out. Mm-hmm. So um, I always like to finish the conversation with what I call the next step in the path because we're walking on a path. Mm. So what is our next step after this? So um, after our conversation today, what would you say, and maybe you're not changing anything, but what mm-hmm. would you say is your next path in this topic, this area? Yeah, I feel, I feel like uh, just uh, everybody need to calm down and uh, know what, what you really believe or you try to research, not just go with it. Just like, hey, this is what everybody do. And this is what they told me to do. Mm-hmm. Just really like just sit down and research a little bit. And you need you have a choice. 
that's your own choice. It's not like, hey, they just told you to do and everybody's doing that and you do that. That's quite like American spirit. Mm -hmm. But people generally like to be told to do things, not directly, but they are infected by the environment. It doesn't matter you are Chinese or American, Mm -hmm. it is people. So that's my opinion. Just sit down, research a little bit, and then do what you think you should do. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but there's your leaf. Yeah. You found it. That's beautiful. Yeah, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, our, our baby always finds some leaf, <laughs> cold like leaf, and try to not fall down, go down the hill. <laughs> the, the wonder of something so small yeah. as a leaf. And even if we go down to the micro, as something so small as a DNA yeah. is unbelievable. It just shows you the complexities of our life. and. Um, If anything I can take away from this conversation, it will be to take the time to think about those small decisions and how they impact the future. And then also just take the time to stop and look. That's right. Enjoy the beautiful scenery in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And and last, we can't stop without saying this is really cool in front of us. We have a a bridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A... a swinging bridge that crosses over this creek that somebody's made. This is awesome. See, you've been here in front at a rock garden, but now we're coming back down I have not. Yeah, first time. Well, thank you for inviting yeah. me because this is really cool. I've, yeah, that's You get like, to go across a swinging bridge before you close out. Exactly, and it's uh, kid-friendly. My two-year-old can walk the whole lap without any help. Yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. Well, I'm going to go ahead and close out here, but thank you for walking with me and talking and um, about genetics and... <laughs> everything else so it's been a lot of fun awesome all right thank you yeah thank you for tuning in to today's podcast as we conclude this episode i'd like to revisit and clarify a quote that resonated with us during our conversation the one who plants trees knowing that he will never sit in their shade has at least started to understand the meaning of life by rabbijanath tagore I also want to express my heartfelt gratitude to Damiel for joining me on this hike and for the enlightening conversation we shared. Special thanks go out to Ryan Cherry for providing the music that accompanies our podcast and to my daughter, Applin McIntyre, for her creative contribution in designing our podcast cover art. Before we part ways, I'd like to provide a quick clarification. In our conversation, we mentioned John Green's podcast, The Anthropocene Review. While I referenced the episode on sycamore trees, I failed to mention the episode titled Capacity for Wonder. In this episode, John shares the touching story mentioned in our conversation where he takes his son for a hike and a single leaf captures his son's attention, leading to some profound insights. I highly recommend listening to both of these episodes, and I'll include links to them in the podcast description. As always, thank you for your unwavering support. I look forward to having you join us again on our next episode of Deep in the Woods.